Hey, you cool cats and kittens. So it is the Decatur Public Library in Decatur, Texas. If you haven't guessed, we are talking about the Tiger King. And by we, I mean me, Denise, and I have Rachel, who's our newest team member here at the library. Hey, y'all. And we are going to be spoiling the crap out of the Tiger King. So if you haven't watched it, which I cannot imagine... Back out now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yep. You haven't watched it. Stop listening. Go watch it. Come back. Save yourself the... (laughs) The bias. No. (laughs) Oh, man. We have watched all of the episodes, and we have a lot of opinions about this, and we thought we would talk about it. Where should we start, Rachel? I don't know. Where should we start? (laughs) Episode one. No. Um... (laughs) 10 hours later. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a 10-part series on (laughs) the Tiger King, longer than the documentary itself. No. Was there anything that you thought was the craziest out of all the crazy? You were like, that is the craziest thing in this entire series. Well, for one of the most... um, scary insane people on the show to be not the craziest person uh-huh. when they talk about um the ex-drug lord mario i can't remember his last name because he was only in one episode but mm-hmm. the fact that he did go to jail for murdering someone very violently or mm-hmm. participating in a murder right that he, was not he claimed that he just helped dispose of that body <laughs> yes I don't yeah, know how much of that uh, you believe. I'm just a like, federal okay. agent. Or, yeah. No, that that was not the... The character they based Scarface yeah. on. Right. Or the <laughs> climactic point in the show. It's not. It's all climactic. All yeah. Together. It's like <laughs> every episode, it was something else. They were like, what? <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. it was the craziest part. Hmm. That Bahavan is not in prison. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I think that's... What like out of all of that, I was like, "Very true." Joe's in prison. That that fits. Carol's just as crazy as everybody else. Okay, she's not in prison yet. Not in prison. We kind of, (laughs) Uh, yeah. Bahavan is not in prison and still seems to be doing his thing uninterrupted, (laughs) leading a cult with no problems apparently, and. Jeff Lowe and Lauren got their babysitter. Like <laughs> the fact that Jeff Lowe is not in prison, nor is um, James Garrettson, that is mm-hmm. concerning um, because they're sketchy and mm-hmm. they'll get caught. I think for any number of things that we may or may not have seen mm-hmm. on the show or not. Yeah, um, yeah, because was it, yeah James Garrettson. Yes. When he was approached and all that by the FBI, it was because they had something on him. I don't think it was because of a, what did he say? It was a lemur or something? Oh, no. And no. Like, he was working his way out of, he was making a deal to yes. not be in prison. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. But I don't think it was over an exotic animal. I am also shocked that no <laughs> one's uh, tried to do a murder for hire plot on him (laughs) because he's basically telling on all these people who are druggies Mm -hmm. and into the money and into 
big cats and illegal activities mm-hmm. and he's and somehow still alive. Gets stitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about this earlier. Do you think Carol killed her husband? I am on the fence about it. Right? Like at after this the, point. after we watched the show, we were like, she totally killed her husband. <laughs> and then after a little more research and listening to other podcasts, other podcasts that had actually talked to the police. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a little more like he could have just disappeared. Disappeared. Straight taken, up. Taken some money and and left. So, for those of you that have only watched the show or haven't watched it, Carol Baskin's second husband, Don Lewis, was a very sketchy person in his own right and into mm-hmm. probably both illegal dealings. He was into the real estate business and made a lot of people mad because he would kind of screw them over mm-hmm. for their money. Um, he would buy bad mortgages and then um, close them out after six months or if they weren't making payments. Um so he had a lot of enemies beyond mm-hmm. Carol. If she was his enemy, there's not enough proof. So I get why yeah. they haven't put her in prison for murder because there's not proof. Doesn't mean she's any less psycho or crazy. Right. And, and it doesn't mean that she's but... not a murderer. Right. It's just right now it's a, both... a court of law. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and both, both theories are looking pretty plausible. Right. You know, it's just... But the potential for him to have disappeared on his own and set all this up and filtered money to another country. He was already going to Costa Rica regularly and hiding money and he had taken Mm, out gold. Yes. (laughs) Before he disappeared, what was it? He took out like a $200,000 cashier's check or it amounted to that Mm -hmm. much. They had in a safety deposit box that he emptied out apart from the money that he was burying in places. Right. Yeah. So that's all fishy on its own. He was also flying planes with no license and knew how to fly under the radar Mm -hmm. and not put in a flight plane anywhere. So he could have, I mean, he could be Mm -hmm. drowned in the ocean at this point. There's no telling. He could be on an island somewhere. With a new girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's conveniently dead in the U.S. Several girlfriends, it sounds like. Don was not the kind of man that just settled with one woman. Well, I mean, that's how he picked up Carol in the first place. Uh-huh. So, yeah. 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 Oh, man. He was a very sketchy dude, too. And that's also aside from the fact that he was... And if you've watched the documentary, the big cat industry is crazy. And so yes. he was also part of that. So you right. had all those shady people that he was dealing with on the regular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And quote-unquote rescuing big cats Mm -hmm. and paying for them which you're fueling the industry anyways Mm -hmm. doing that if you're buying these cats so yeah yeah, i have mixed feelings about all of it Mm -hmm. would i trust carol baskin ever absolutely not do Mm -hmm. i think she murdered her husband i'm not sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a solid uh, maybe right now yes (laughs) like maybe it's a i do not think if she did kill him i don't think she fed him to the tigers yeah. Like, I don't think there was enough time for those tigers to eat every bit of evidence. I wonder if they had pigs on their farm, though. Oh. Because that would have, change yeah. things. <laughs> but that was also 1997, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Yeah. Because they'd eat it all. Yeah. Do we want to go down this track? 
Oh, man. Pigs are not as friendly as you think they are. (laughs) Be careful. Oh, man. But Yeah, there's there's all kinds of things that she could have done to have gotten rid of him. And he could have just taken off on his own. Mm -hmm. Could have had somebody else pick him up. Mm -hmm. No telling. And we had a girlfriend that nobody knew about. Right. I'm sure he had multiple. Mm Mm-hmm. And my thing is, a lot of people I've seen on the internet saying that their evidence for Carol killing her husband is that she talked about how if you were trying to kill somebody or get a cat to attack them, was using sardine oil. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, fair enough, but if you work with big cats, that's something you're going to know. Right. It's like, that doesn't mean she... Like, right, she planned it all out yeah, now on camera. Yeah. I'm telling you about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just stronger evidence, y'all. Obviously that's mm-hmm. whatever. Jump on the bag- bandwagon if you want to, but I'm not going to. On <laughs> yeah, that one. no. Found out a bit more and we're just like, hmm, now I just don't now I just don't know. Like, no police officers aren't dumb. Like right. detectives been, aren't dumb. They have to have evidence and proof yeah. and they And they've don't been have investigating. It. They investigated from the moment he was declared missing and they're still it's still open probably more so now than they have been in a long time (laughs) sounds like they're beginning a lot of leads (laughs) i'm sure a lot of those leads are junk but yeah so we're gonna get people talking about it Mm -hmm. and especially if you know netflix is all over the world so right if don is somewhere still alive Because at this point, he'd be, like, in his 80s. Yeah, that's true. Which, that's another thing. Every single person on this show that is in a relationship with someone else, there's either a huge age gap, or Mm -hmm. there's manipulation, or there's abuse. Mm -hmm. Like, every single relationship. Except for the ex-drug lord. Yes! He was happily married with someone his own age. In theory, that's all we know. (laughs) But yeah, the most normal couple on there is the one that <laughs> yeah. participated in a violent murder of a federal agent. <laughs> no bigs. But yeah. So to me, this whole... I know a lot of people are upset that it doesn't talk more about the abuse of cats, which I get, because it is a huge problem. Yeah, and but, I think that's where the documentary was starting. Right. Like, let's look into this. And then it was like, all these people are crazy. Let's right. just focus on that. And it's kind of like, how are you going to help these cats when there's still people mm-hmm. out here that obviously need tons of help themselves mm-hmm. that are probably should all be in jail, but should have gotten help a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Because like the whole cat abuse is like a symptom of all these other problems. Yeah. When you look at these people and their relationships and their behavior and the manipulation. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that, like, after I watched the whole series, I was like, this whole, like, every single person used the big cats to manipulate people. Mm. Carol with her hundreds of volunteers. Oh, yeah. Tiered volunteers that have to have so many hours and unpaid. Like, holy cow. Yeah. And she's got it down. Yeah. (laughs) She, She figured it out. Oh, man. Joe with his husbands, Bahavan. He's had five husbands total, y'all. Yeah. Five. (laughs) And two at once. (laughs) Yeah. 
Bahavan with starting out with the teenage girls and mm, then keeping them for 20 years and making them get boob jobs. Mm -hmm. Can I say that? Is that that appropriate? (laughs) But yeah, no, that's straight up. Man, the manipulation and abuse is really sad. And I think that was the hardest part of that show. Once you get past the first two episodes of just shock mm. and you know okay all the memes are funny right now right and, okay this is hilarious no free joe no like once you watch it all the way through you're just like all these <laughs> people are really sad and really need some help yeah and but don't free joe leave no. him where he's at <laughs> like he no offense to joe but he's just the one that's gotten caught so far mm-hmm. like he's some of the others are smarter than he is or know how to make the deals to make it work and right he just made the wrong deals, I guess. I yeah, don't know. I think he was low enough on their totem pole right. and hated by pretty much everybody. Because he's a loudmouth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Straight was, up. Yeah. And so when one of them, when, um, what's his name, Gerritsen, yeah. um, got jammed up, like he immediately was like offering up. Yeah, Joe. I mean, he called. Gonna throw you to the wolves. Yeah, the cats and called Jeff up to have him make a deal. Mm-hmm. So when he started talking about what was going, what was going on, Jeff wouldn't get jammed up. Right. And then Jeff called Alan and was like, "We're gonna, we're gonna make this deal. You need to, right. you need to tell me what happened. You're the other accomplice, and yeah, here's your story for the feds. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all. Though I will say that I do believe Alan that he. Took the money and he was, he was just out. He was like, I don't think he ever had any intention of going to actually go kill Carol. I think he took the money, went to a strip club, and then went home. <laughs> like I think that's what that was and his whole plan. Probably got pretty high in the middle of there. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh man. I think that was really his plan. Oh, was to just take the money and, you know, screw Joe over. Really, yeah, yeah, that's what, what he was he, doing. That's what he said. That, that was in. that was the plan was to just. Screwed you over. Yeah. He hated him and I mean he was gonna take his money, why not? Right. He was probably the most honest about hating Joe too. <laughs> yeah. Versus the others. And I'm just like, I really think that if he was going to kill Carol, Carol would be dead. <laughs> like out You're of everybody right. on that show, I think Alan was probably the most capable in many levels of actually doing it. <laughs> True. Yeah. I think he was just like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna take oh, your money man. though. Like gosh i thought the saddest part was travis travis's death travis's death was really yeah and i mean between that and joe's campaign manager which we haven't even touched on (laughs) (laughs) um, having to see that you know yeah joshua yeah joshua dial watching travis kill himself Mm -hmm. that to me is very i mean there's so much like trauma and problematic stuff here but between that probably that and then at the end when they've sent i think they had already put joe on trial and they're talking about eric who's the long-haired blonde dude that was the lead lead zookeeper yes that didn't (laughs) didn't give a crap about anything but the cats yeah when at the end he was clearly spaced out of it and just said because he didn't have all those things that he had worked to take care of and i'm like mm-hmm. when you're talking about all these people that 
you know, came from rough backgrounds and didn't have a family in this mod podge mess was their family and this was the thing they were responsible for and you've taken that away from them they don't really have a reason to keep going and that was that was a sad episode too between that and yeah man we haven't even talked about joey out of all of this and i'm just like it's all so messed up oh uh saf and the kind of loyalty to stay there Mm mm-hmm um, in that last episode where um, Joel McNeil interviewed them, he told Joel that it was about the big cats. Like, it wasn't really about Joe. Right. And when he made the decision to lose the arm. Right. And go back to work, it was because of the cats and not. Right. Not Joe. Some <laughs> so, more, like, better reasons for choosing an action versus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you know, a lot of these people, it kind of reminds me of a weird version of like horse therapy. Like they'll use horses for people that are disabled Mm -hmm. or um, like veterans that have PTSD or even people that are traumatized. They get them out, they work them with horses. Kids that have been abused, they get out and work with horses and Mm -hmm. they have to take care of the horse and learn how to ride it. And you're trusting this massive animal that could hurt you and building a relationship with Mm -hmm. it, which... I mean, it's also an herbivore, so you're much safer, <laughs> right? <laughs> but to me, it's like a very skewed version of that. Like mm-hmm. they've built their own, you know, really rough, messed up background. And then I'm going to bond with this animal or these animals and build a relationship and take care of it. So I'm responsible for something beyond me when mm-hmm. I don't feel like my life is worthwhile type yeah. situation. And then all that got stripped from them. And it's also like these are exotic, endangered animals mm-hmm. that it's just so convoluted and sad because there are good healthy routes for dealing with that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and they fell into a circus of nuts (laughs) yeah but yeah so joe ran for governor and president right (laughs) oh yeah that's right (laughs) and he got what was it 19 percent of the vote for governor governor in oklahoma Oh, a gun-toting, <laughs> mulleted <laughs> guy with two husbands. <laughs> Bigamous gay man, yep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and somehow got 19% of the vote. It's kind of amazing when you think about Oklahoma, <laughs> but it is Oklahoma. No offense to anyone from there. It gets a little weird up there sometimes, but... Oh, man. Yeah. The fact that he got 90% of the vote is hysterical to me. Yeah. I'm like, how much of the vote does Willie Nelson get every year? Because I kind of wonder about that. <laughs> Probably uh, about 19%. <laughs> it's a write-in. <laughs> oh, man. But I do think that it's ironic that Joe wanted to be famous, and he is now. But he's in prison. <laughs> mm-hmm. He is definitely a personality that is out of control Mm -hmm. like i think he's the only one that was happy with this documentary (laughs) like that because it was attention regardless of good attention or bad attention he's getting everybody else was had some problem with how they were depicted and i'm like you know if you weren't shady to begin with right Something yeah. their narrative that yes of their story which I'm like that producer probably better watch his <laughs> yeah <laughs> but because <laughs> these are um, interesting people mm-hmm. but oh let's talk about Rick Kirkman yeah 
interesting cat like <laughs> who was an actual journalist and yes. was like this is what i'm gonna do with my life but like why no oh my gosh and the fact that like me being a hobby photographer i'm like you back up your work the fact that he did not back up all of that yeah, footage blows my mind yeah like dude, what yeah. were you thinking? If that was going to be a retirement, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'll just be sad this is gone or if I did these pictures for somebody. Right. You know, that whole nother level. Mm-hmm. I'm like, were you high? Living in a trailer at a exotic cat zoo. I don't know. Maybe he was like, it's fine. <laughs> right. But. So do you think he burned down? Do I think that it was Rick? No, I think it was Joe. That's what I think, too. I think once he realized that Rick was filming everything. Right. And. It wasn't the narrative that mm-hmm. he was portraying. Well, and probably captured some of his shady dealings right. that he didn't even realize until. Right. Had a little chat with his lawyer. And his lawyer was like, I'm sorry, you're letting who do what now? Right. <laughs> and then if he knew that none of it was backed up or I don't even know if Joe thought that far. On I don't think he thought that far. I think yeah. he just thought I'll burn it and and that'll be yeah. that. And I'll collect insurance on it, and it'll mm-hmm. be fine. Yeah. And I can blame Carol for it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> even though that makes no logical sense. but Well, they were always... People were always sneaking onto each other's... That's true. To videotape right. the abuse and... Yeah, I forgot about that. And so, he didn't think... I don't think he thought or said that Carol came onto my property and set it on fire. Yeah. But... Oh, no, Rick. it was Carol paid Rick to do it, right? Rick. What wasn't that yeah, it, one it was, of the narratives? It was, yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I don't think. And I was reading something else, which who knows if it's true or not. I didn't verify this, that said that Rick Kirkman's house burnt down not long after the oh. studio burned down. So that's another mm-hmm. internet tidbit. Don't quote me on it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the trailer so. that he was living in, or no, his house, house, his house, house. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I'm like, but just from a perspective of backing up data and stuff, I'm like, there's yeah. no way that he did that because he, what did he have to gain from it? Nothing. Yeah. Whereas Joe had a lot to lose. So mm-hmm. yeah, it is inflammatory enough to yeah start a fire on his own property and. Mm-hmm. Which I'm also like when they talk about him disposing of tigers. Mm. Like, then you know he could have burnt mm-hmm. something down even with live alligators in the studio oh, yeah. and stuff. Which yeah. I'm like, why were there live alligators in the studio stored there? Right. Uh, like, yeah. okay. <laughs> that, that was that. <laughs> Another thing that... Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> the episode where Eric is filling up a gas can or filling up something and he's smoking a cigarette <laughs> and the whole thing behind him is fuel and that's not the craziest thing in the show right <laughs> at just, that point you're just like that that's perfectly normal yeah <laughs> like it's, this so is fine <laughs> yeah you're just like and that is not the thing you worry about in the show. <laughs> nope <laughs> oh man oh and the what else so I hope that you know already that Joe did not sing any of the songs in the if show. If you thought that that was actually Joe singing, I, I don't know what to tell you. you. <laughs> no, he did not sing any of the songs that he <laughs> recorded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but man, the if you haven't watched the part where he makes a music video about Carol Baskin and that lady that actually decided that she would portray Carol she Baskin. To be in this video. I'm like, does that make you a saint or do you just have a sick sense of humor? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that was pretty funny. She looks so much like her. Like when they started showing that music video, I was like, is that Carol? Like, <laughs> There's no way. And then you, know, you see a little bit more like, okay, no, that's not Carol, but she looked an awful lot like her. I was like, mm-hmm. oh man. Man. <laughs> Uh, golly. All those music videos were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were amazing to watch. It's just like, what? Like, watching a whole, the whole show is just a train wreck high on meth. <laughs> <laughs> How long did Joe get? Was it like 22 years or 22 something? 22 years, yep. So he may still be alive and kicking when he gets out, mm-hmm. but if he doesn't well, get his... he was trying to make some deals with PETA. Joe's been in the business for so long that he could probably really help shut some of that stuff down. Right. But I'm like, can you imagine Joe Exotic and PETA on the same team? <laughs> for Both of them are known for yeah. doing things fairly underhandedly. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not always about the welfare oh, of yeah. the animals. It's about, yeah. Well, now you know my stance on PETA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, very inflammatory type oh yeah i don't know well and i've said this before um you know i'm a vegan if you've been listening to this to this podcast you know that i'm a vegan um but the way i feel about PETA is that they have a lot of really great information i don't agree with their tactics exactly and so yeah and that could be a whole nother podcast on its own. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> if you want to oh. donate any money to help animals the ASP- ASPCA is the way to go. <laughs> Joe did, was it, did he sue or file a counter lawsuit on the government? And mm-hmm. um, I think U.S. Fish and Wildlife for like $94 million, something yeah. obscene. And just, which I'm like. He asked for a presidential pardon. Yes. And I'm like, no, please. <laughs> please don't do that. <laughs> One less player in the game. Yeah. And take out the other slowly. No. Bahavan was so... Ooh. I was just... Yeah, the second they showed him, I was like, ew. Like, Sketchy. He just, yeah. Like, he looks so sleazy with his little soul patch. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Especially as a woman when you're like, oh, oh, my like, tingly uh, creeper radar is yeah, going immediately. <laughs> like, before he starts talking... Before you know anything oh, about what he's doing, it's just like, ew. And the fact that his son has the exact same, like, haircut mm-hmm. and soul patch thing. Like, <laughs> just I'm like... Black hair instead of the white? Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very well, disturbing. Yeah, all part of the same cult. Oh, fun fact. Speaking of Bhagavan, since all this, you know, with the Tiger King blowing up, everybody's mm-hmm. talking about big cats mm-hmm. and... um why this is such a problem so nat geo has done a ton of features on it and there's a nat geo photographer that i follow that has been posting a lot of he's taken pictures of a lot of these people long before the show yeah. ever came out so he has one of bhagavan antel's son with a liger and he was saying the problem with ligers which we know they're not they don't naturally occur in the wild mm-hmm. is that when you breed a liger and i can't remember if it's a tiger female and a lion male 
or vice versa. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like mules and hennies. You yeah. Know, you only get it one way, and then it's a tigon, the other. But with ligers, they get so big because whatever gene is passed on from one parent that controls their growth mm-hmm. is basically turned off and not passed on with the ligers. So they get over 900 pounds. Wow. And they're massive animals. And you're just <laughs> like... Like, tigers can get, you know, five, six hundred, I think, as a standard. But, yeah. like, when you're talking about a 900-pound big cat that doesn't naturally occur in the wild, oh, no. <laughs> Just like, dude. It's one thing when you breed a mule. That's okay. Yeah. It's a work animal. It's not a giant predator. <laughs> oh, man. And, or an endangered species. Like, mm-hmm. oh. But, yeah. I was like, that's really interesting, and I did not know that. Yeah. Also, not cool. Yeah, no. But. Mm-mm. Yeah, so we had a picture of Bhagavan Antil's son, which I cannot remember his name, and a liger. Bhagavan too. <laughs> yeah. I thought he'd be on my list, but nope. There's too many crazy players I know. on this show. So, like, yeah. It's hard to keep track of all of them. But yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. No, and that girl was talking about what it was like to live there. That was really sad. Yeah. I'm glad she's out. Um, yeah, I'm glad she got out. That one of them is not still in that. Mm-hmm. But, boy, you see all the factors of control and manipulation and mm-hmm. abuse. You know, working well, them till they can't, you know, yeah. all they want to do is sleep and hardly any food and a strict diet and all mm-hmm. these. Not seeing your family. Like, that's classic oh, yeah. narcissism, cult-like, abusive behavior. Mm-hmm. Just. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. And then when it. she was talking about, like, when she first got there, like, where they were, where she was made to sleep. Right. And which was basically like a, like a, it was in the barn, right? It was like barn, in a yeah. She was talking about there being like, roaches in her food and yeah. all this stuff. And you just, just had to scooch them away and, and eat it. Which a lot of bugs carry a lot of diseases. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're nasty on their own, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, no, it was just the breakdown of her personality. Mm-hmm. And it was, Boy, and you could tell Doug Anna would not. Oh, yeah. Talk, doc used loosely. <laughs> yes. Tell me again what his doctorate is in. Mystical science. <laughs> and I think it's from China is uh, one thing I was reading, which I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> sketchy. Uh, I didn't. Yeah. Like, no, that's not a real thing. At least not a legitimate. Right. right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, gosh. I thought it was really funny that the the filmmaker, um, Eric, he first found out about the whole Bhagavan multiple wife thing was when he was talking with that guy. Yes. And his, the, his wife. Where, you know, Mario like, the drug lord. Yeah. Yes. You know, and, he was, and he's like, there's Bhagavan with one of his wives. He's like, one of? <laughs> she's like, yeah, he's got like five. He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and they're not wise well in their the row of houses that they uh-huh. all live in like it's totally normal and fine yeah oh man yeah exactly like, there's so much like polygamy <laughs> in the big cat world <laughs> no it's like what is weird this? oh man just <laughs> wow yeah have you seen pictures of john finley yeah with dentures mm-hmm. yep he fixed wearing a shirt yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, he looks a lot better and a lot more. Yes. Normal, healthy. Yes. Not. Do we want to go into the fact that all of his husbands were straight? 
before. Oh, yeah. Before. <laughs> they were. We probably don't want to come here, <laughs> do we? Just floored. Yeah. I, you know, it's one of those things where I was like, they're, they're not here because. Because they're, yeah. Because they're, they're in love with you. Right. Like, and he knew that. Joe knew that. It wasn't like he right. was madly in love and he thought that they loved him back. He was in denial, though, yeah. I think. Like, when Travis killed himself, I think that was kind of a... Obviously, he behaved despicably at the funeral <laughs> and after that. But just, I think that was what rattled him, was that his little fantasy was just a fantasy. Mm-hmm. And then he went, like, into hyperdrive of trying to rebuild this fantasy, mm-hmm. even though it yeah, clearly that was point, crashing down. Yeah, uh, John... John had already left him. Yeah, had already left him. Yes. And then Travis died, and then right. he immediately found Dylan, who was 19. Yeah. Joe Exotic is 57. Mm-hmm. So when this was filmed, or probably when he got married, which was in the last year or two, so he would have... Yeah, he still would have been in his 50s. Close to three times that yeah. his age. Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. Just... And just seeing him with Dylan, like, you can see how he got... Travis and John, because the the first yes. first date he's all like they're gonna go on the the parade float and he's all like do you want you to know. be here or do you want to be with the tigers and he's do like, you want to hold a tiger cub I'll yeah fly. he's yeah. like well, no, yeah I'm gonna hold the tiger well and anyone that agrees to their first date being on camera <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> yeah like, there's that too <laughs> I to each their own but mm-hmm. yeah and Joshua did talk about how because after I watched that episode where Travis died. You know, he was talking about how Travis was saying that he was so unhappy. Right. He wasn't allowed to leave. He wasn't yes. allowed to do anything. And all he wanted to do was smoke pot. And he was just so unhappy. Right. With his with everything. And he was he couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. And well, then, it's like you couldn't leave. He didn't have a purpose because he wasn't working. He was just goofing off and mm-hmm. on drugs. And yeah. that's really... Like, as a person, I feel like that really messes you up. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Joshua was talking about how... Because they asked him if he thought that he had killed himself on purpose. Like, if he'd committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And he said that he didn't think so because he was talking with them when it happened. Yeah. And you could see the look on his face, you know, in his eyes that he was shocked, that he was surprised. Yeah. yeah. Well, and in the episode, didn't Josh talk about him about Travis pointing the gun at Josh and right. Josh saying, you cannot do that because it had happened before. Oh, yeah, and yeah. He was he's like, like, we've talked about this. Yeah, you cannot <laughs> point a gun. Well, obviously, like, gun safety, huge. Right. But, you know, and him calling him out, like, good job on your boundaries, Josh, mm-hmm. even though you're still working with all these crazies. But him saying that, and then he's, I think Travis said, well, it's not loaded, it's fine, it's still not okay, you know. Mm-hmm. And oh, Josh, right. yeah. Josh could have been dead. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like... So, yeah, that makes sense mm-hmm. to me, just in denial. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why gun safety is huge. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is why you give everybody else that is for <laughs> firearms a bad name, because then there's these crazies. But right. that's a whole other. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast, too. <laughs> just like anything else in the world. Oh, my. Yeah. I was just like, I would have, like, if that had been me in those situations, I would have mm-hmm. noped out of there, because that's so unsafe. Oh, yeah. Like, and to just well and they showed clips of joe waving his gun at people telling oh, him to yeah. run shooting at their feet 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely not okay. Yeah. Like, no. I don't care if that's a toy gun. It's not <laughs> yes. okay. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. But yeah. So Jeff Lowe and Lauren still owe, own the zoo. It's still an operational zoo from the looks of it. Well, and they've Eric rebuilt still- it behind the casinos uh-huh. close to the border. Yeah. Okay. Because they wanted to. What did they talk about in the one episode? You know, it had a bad history or whatever. Oh, right. And I'm like, like, you're not part of that history. Yeah. Freaking sketchy as heck. But, and I'm like, what's the age gap there? Oh, yeah. Also, yeah. huge age gap. Yeah. And Jeff Lowe dresses like he's 22. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, 22 from 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. 15. Like, who are you? Like, I didn't know they even still sold. God, what are those shirts called? affliction shirts yes, like, that's people it. wore those affliction. when i was in high school like <laughs> and this guy is what 60 probably older man yeah oh man mm-hmm. just so much cringe yeah yeah when he came on the scene seth and i were both like what what are you wearing <laughs> like, no who is this oh, <laughs> yeah and then him in that one episode talking about telling Lauren she was going to get back in the gym after the baby's born. I'm like, are you yeah. kidding me? Mm-hmm. But you signed up for this. Yeah. Like, you have to be responsible for your own choices and you right. chose the psycho. Because like, mm-hmm. he went into pet baby tires and yep. be rolling around in money. Yeah. I'm just like, I kind of would like to ask a psychiatrist or psychologist <laughs> their thoughts on the show. Did you break this show down for there, There's so <laughs> many issues. And wow. I'm just like, it's sad deep down because everything is. There's a lot of people that you're like, you feel for him like Joe Exotic. Mm-hmm. Like, I know a lot of people feel very sorry for him. But I'm also like, you still have to take responsibility for your own choices. And yeah. a lot of your choices were really freaking terrible. Mm hmm. But yeah, starting a YouTube TV show where you spend 90% of the time talking about how you want to kill Carol Baskin. Yeah. (laughs) And then taking a mannequin and doing obscene things to it. Yeah. Yeah. Dressing it up like her and then shooting it in the head. Yes. Like, and it's sad. And then you want people to believe that you weren't serious about killing her, really? Right. Yeah. And it's sad because they showed that clip of him from who knows how many years ago saying it's about saving the tigers and it's mm-hmm. like it yeah, started with good intentions and where he went started. down and it was so ironic to me that that's where he started mm-hmm. like you know tigers don't belong here right. this is not right for us to be keeping them in captivity this way and carol started out with baby tigers are so cute we should be breeding them and keeping them as pets and the irony of her being allergic to cats <laughs> yes. i'm just like that was one of the biggest things for me in the show why would you <laughs> I don't get it. Yep. I I mean, yikes. Yeah. And then they ended up in completely opposite roles, still being crazy. Still manipulating people around them, though. Like, the common denominator here is Mm -hmm. very... I think it's a lot of control and power for people that probably didn't have a lot of control in other aspects of their lives. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they talk, well, Carol talks about her first marriage being abusive, and mm-hmm. I'm like, then, and you know what, Joe, coming out in the 70s oh, would have yeah. been awful. And what was it, Rick Kirkman talking, that part where he talks about how 
so the producer of Joe Exotic TV, when he talks about how um, being around big cats gives you this sense of power Mm -hmm. and, you know, being special and unique and people get kind of get high off that. I Mm -hmm. think, I think it's like an endorphin thing because, well, I can handle this big cat and I'm, you know, cool and different and all these things. And I'm like, it's just going to eat you. (laughs) (laughs) Give it a chance. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like just, in um, the little interviews that they did for the, the last episode there with Joe Mc- McHale? I don't remember his name. Um, he was talking with Kirkman, mm-hmm. and Rick told him that in one of the scenes where uh, Joe's, like, walking around in the cage and stuff, he was like, well, you don't, re- like, really know about Joe is that he's terrified of those big cats. One of them was blind, and the other one was heavily sedated. So, I mean, he didn't go in there Without precautions, uh-huh. obviously. Yeah. Which I'm kind of like, well, duh. <laughs> but, like, as a logical, rational person, too, you're sitting here thinking, why would you choose to do this? Like, uh, the benefit, I guess, to them in their head outweighs the potential cost of losing an arm. Right. Like, all these people that work there that have no appendages. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> the irony. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Which, I mean, I know John Rinky didn't lose his legs from the Tigers, but boy, the image that conveys right. to work at a big cat zoo with two missing legs. Yep. Yeah. What was that, a skydiving accident? Something that like that. Said? Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, um. it's just. Although for me, like, what really bothers me about Carol Baskin's setup too is that she claims that she is all for big cat rescue and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's got millions of dollars, you know, and you look at the setups mm-hmm. and I'm like, from an ag background, you're used to, okay. Yeah. We've all been in janky pens mm-hmm. been in stuff that's not totally safe. And you try to make it as safe as possible because you are working with large animals and, you know, bad things can happen whether you're being safe or not. And right. that's the nature of working with something that's not yeah. an intelligent being per se, I guess. Well, that's probably not the right word. But so with her, I'm like, these are like hog and cattle panels. Yeah. Like held together with baling wire. Right. <laughs> that is so unsafe. <laughs> and the safest one that I remember seeing, which I'm not an expert. I'm going to clarify that. <laughs> I've never restrained a big cat in a cage. Right. But uh, the safer one to me was the drug lord. Yeah. Like, his was, like, multiple fences uh-huh. between you and... And he talks about, you know, you don't just get in there with cats. I'm like, right. you're the most rational person on the show. <laughs> like, but the fact that she's all into this and getting all this money and her pens are still so... Mm-hmm not safe like especially as having tourists there like you Mm want to give that image of having this nice big setup where people feel safe Mm -hmm. and if you're gonna have them there anyways you might as well have them in the best enclosures you can especially when your missing husband left you millions of dollars and you're getting all these donations you started this out with millions of dollars oh yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) and you still have the worst setup like Mm -hmm. you didn't pay for your 40 acres whatever but yeah yeah, that really bothers me coming from a perspective of just, mm-hmm. like you say, you're about all this feel good, do good, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, their enclosures you know, are still. 
Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I always try to look at those things as, you know, we don't always see the whole picture. But dang. Yeah. Like when the crazy nut job from Oklahoma has better pens than you do down in Florida with your tourism and stuff. But yeah. And you're hundreds of volunteers. I know. Like you can probably get everybody together and build some pens and weld <laughs> it's it like, all together. Some of these people, they probably know how to build them. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. Ninety percent of them were women and I'm like not to stereotype, but I bet they are not in there knowing how to weld or build stuff. Well. Sorry. I don't. I, I mean, I've welded before, and I'm not good at it. I have two ag degrees and grew up in it. Like, not my forte. But, yeah. Making judgments. Well, and I think a lot of her volunteers were there because they wanted to be around big cats. Right. Help and the cats. with whatever. no background Mm-hmm. in any of it yeah right so yeah but the point still is valid that she should have a better setup yes yeah i don't know That's especially true. when you're talking about 500 pound animals like yeah i don't yeah. know that could rip your arm off in what did saf say like seconds Probably seconds it was yeah. just seconds i'm like when them teeth are yeah two inches like uh, which is not I have no idea, but it's a lot <laughs> more than, which I'm like, when you think about the damage that dogs can do when they attack you, and yeah. that's usually an animal that's less than a hundred pounds, mm-hmm. like, and an 80 pound dog's a big dog. Like, yeah. But... Mm. Oh, what about the, the Walmart meat off the truck oh, that the expired? expired that they used for making pizza? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the poor people at joe's zoo mm-hmm. like they were living in awful conditions as well right like their trailers were those trailers were trashed uh-huh like and yeah when they like showed was it eric like moving into one of his trailers or something and he opened a drawer and he's like whoop there's a rat there's a rat in there a rat not a mouse no, a, no, rat. a rat yeah you see it and it's it's a rat it's a giant rat and he's like <clears throat> nope <Yeah. laughs> Like, yeah how do you how do you then live there sleep there i'd be like oh no i can't i'm like if you were homeless before or got yeah. out of jail which i'm like jail looks better than that to mm-hmm. me but <laughs> I, i've never been so right. i don't know Who knows? <laughs> just making an assumption here but uh yeah well when he was picking up half these people from the bus stop yes which uh, you know was also i thought he was trying to portray this, you know, look at me, I'm doing something good. I'm a good person. But really then, yeah. Using then people. Yes, who yeah. are desperate. I'm like, okay, yeah. we'll live in this rat-infested trailer and eat expired meat. And I'm like, were they getting paid? Or are they just... Oh, I don't think they yeah, were getting paid. <laughs> dog animals, people were getting 100 bucks a week uh-huh. for working 18-hour days. Yep. What was it? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Seven days a week, no holidays, no family. And that is how we keep you chained in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of Joe's people probably didn't have family or didn't have contact mm-hmm. based on the situations they were coming out of. Right. But, yeah. I'm like, you can, like, tell yourself this is, mm-hmm. like, Joe saying, oh, I'm a good person. But, no. Yeah. Like, you're in denial. <laughs> yeah. And staff tried to talk a little bit about how. People didn't really think or know that Joe, you know, was a good guy. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, 
I don't know, Saf. I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, because he was talking about the Thanksgiving dinner, right? You know that they cooked for everybody and right. so on, and he was saying that he did that every year. Like him and his family would spend all night cooking mm-hmm. Thanksgiving dinner and just let people into the zoo and and eat Thanksgiving dinner, and yeah. that people just didn't know that that was the kind of thing that he did often. And then you have. But that doesn't negate, right? All exactly. These other things. Well, that and are to not me, okay. I'm like that was a very public thing, mm-hmm. like that he was doing to say, "Look at me, I'm a good guy." Right. And even if he was doing it, meaning well, mm-hmm. like, yeah, those still- just because your intentions are good doesn't mean mm-hmm. that it's the right action or the right thing. Yeah. And a lot of times that. You know, when you're manipulating people, that builds an obligation back. Of, mm-hmm. Well, he's done this for me. He picked me up at the bus station. Right. He's feeding me, even if it's expired Walmart meat. Right. No one else is taking care of me, so I owe this mm-hmm. guy, you know? Yeah. And it's just... Yeah. Ugh. And Kirkman actually told a story about how this um, older woman came to the zoo one day with a horse trailer mm-hmm. hitched up to her her vehicle and she was telling joe that she couldn't take care of her horse anymore mm-hmm. and if he would basically add it to the zoo or let it live yeah. there on his big property and he told her yes of course you know and he hugged her and was like don't worry like we've got plenty of of land and you know mm-hmm. the horse will be fine and don't worry about it and she was crying and she was you know so thankful and Kirkman said, the second she was off the property, Joe turned around, shot the horse in the head, and was like, tiger meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that happens a lot. And it's yeah. like, she thinks, I mean, you could she not leaves- physically haul a horse there thinking that it's going to be okay to take your animal to a tiger farm. <laughs> right. <laughs> because I'm like, when we've had bulls that break their leg you know Mm -hmm. we've had stuff like that happen it happens in agriculture you know we would say okay the best place for this meat instead of this rotting here in Mm -hmm. our pasture is to haul this animal to the cat sanctuary Mm -hmm. one of the ones here in wise county when they could still do that because then you are feeding these animals that have Mm -hmm. been rescued but i would never say let me take this yeah you're gonna take care of this are you in denial but yeah for him to lie to her and say it's fine yeah no. Oh yeah, he was gonna live out the rest of his life on out and there. Tiger's belly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh man, yeah. I just, I'm like, the logic is just. I feel like there are so many people in denial mm-hmm. on the show, which there are just so many. Like we all are in some shape, form, or fashion, but especially in the show, just yeah. I've done my duty and done the right thing mm-hmm. no you didn't think that through <laughs> like you're just pretending maybe that's really harsh but i don't know yeah but that's when you get all this abusive situation too like yeah. whether it's the cats whether it's people whether it's mm-hmm. freaking cults <laughs> like yeah oh man yeah during that entire bahavan episode I- <laughs> no <laughs> like those, uh if you've ever listened to my favorite murder that podcast there's a a saying that in one of the shows, uh, I think it was Karen that said it, and it became like a thing on t-shirts and all that kind of stuff. But she was like, you're in a cult. Call your dad. <laughs> and so like, But really, though. I'm, I'm sitting there like, 
call your dad. <laughs> he will take. He will, get, he will get you out of this cult. I'm sure oh, of it. Man. Like, unless you came from another cult. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's such a shame. Like, yeah. That mm-hmm. whole episode, I'm like, they're not even touching on. Oh, yeah. Well, and it, it seemed like every time that... He tried he to. He tried to. Oh, yeah. You know. Rahman was all like, we can't get into my complicated lifestyle. Right. And it's just like... Mm. There ain't nothing complicated about your setup here, because we're all... <laughs> yeah. Different. And, and when he asked him about um how his volunteers worked like 18 hour days never had any time off or anything like that no holidays no yeah and he was like oh yeah we're not going into that i was like just shuts down uh uh-huh obviously boy one in the episode no it was in that episode but where somebody had one of the girls and girls now women right was girl at some point it's been there too long from the sound of it they always started out as teenagers right to go work with the big cats Mm -hmm. and do this feel goody thing which i totally get because there's so many people in that formative age Mm -hmm. where you're trying to decide what you're going to do with your life and then Mm -hmm. you get roped into this larger than life thing that sounds really good yeah and turns out it's not okay but no there was a part in that episode where one of the girls brings him a tiger or something and they're filming it and it gets like rust on his shirt or something mm-hmm. and he says well somebody didn't clean this chain properly blah, blah, blah. and i'm mm-hmm. like i bet there's gaslighting there's a oh piece. yeah there's just all this like and i bet and i bet she's not gonna get to eat for yeah. like two days yeah <laughs> i just man and i'm like yeah you can create those scenes in a lot of shows to fit your narrative mm-hmm. but i'm like they really didn't i don't feel like they had to with the show like I'm no movie yeah. expert, or I don't watch a ton of TV, but yeah, it was all there for them. I feel like it was this whole okay, which episode scene should we put in for this episode? Because yeah. we've got all this content, all, crazy. all these crazies. Yeah, I think really the only, at least a, that has come more to light that was a little more sensationalized was Carol's husband's disappearance. Yeah, for they sure, definitely didn't include you know mm-hmm. that he had this money that he took out that right. he could have bought a plane that day and taken off right you know and if there's no evidence there's no evidence right you know yes like and then just letting like oh you know check the septic tank well that that wasn't, wasn't there, there yeah <laughs> and just letting those things sit there without any right explanation at all yeah and they definitely cut to some scenes where mm-hmm. they did a good job filming it to fit their narrative. Yes. Yeah. 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 That seemed like the only thing that they were really like pushing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they didn't then, discuss that Don was shady. No, they didn't. Like, they didn't discuss that hardly at all. They painted him like a good guy that just ended up disappearing, mm-hmm. and like she was. I mean, he was a cheater, threatening, and but was, you know, yeah, a serial mean, cheater. Yeah, like, it doesn't mean that you deserve to die. Like right. that was pretty much how they they painted him. Like he right. was a good guy, yeah. but didn't talk about all those other things. Mm-hmm. Then, oh man, yeah. Although she is. Their wedding pictures really, really oh, yeah. disturbed her, me. Her and Howard's, yes. <laughs> like, I know, with like freaking, uh, God, Flintstones type get up. I think it was like, was it more like a Tarzan man thing that he was going for? And Probably. she had him on a chain. I, yeah. To me, like, I'm like, is this the Flintstones plus like a weird fetish? Like, yeah. This is what's, 
Like, let's put him a on a leash. Yeah. 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 yeah, that was <laughs> definitely. That was yeah. not okay. I was like, <laughs> man, I'm sitting there going, oh my gosh. <laughs> this not only are those your wedding pictures, but those are your wedding pictures that you're showing the on whole a show world right now. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, what you guys do in the privacy of your own home is your business, but don't. It's no longer <laughs> private. I'm pretty sure my husband fell asleep during that part. And I was like, do you <laughs> see this? <laughs> like, look at this. I'm just like, how did he sleep through any of that? Oh, man. Like, I'm sitting there watching it just like, what? <laughs> just... I know. I'm, I'm sitting there to, with my eyes glued. I like, I cannot see this. And so it's like passed out <laughs> like okay you're probably better off <laughs> i'm just gonna tell you about this later <laughs> i know i'm like wake up <laughs> Look at this. you're missing out on the best part no no and he's like that's what you said last episode <laughs> right and i'm like but yeah that was one tiger or when joe exotic singing his little song about carol baskin killing his <laughs> like oh my uh, gosh yeah so i'm not exactly sure how much of that He's seen versus. <laughs> yeah. Derail. Ah, oh, <laughs> oh, golly. Did you talk about what Bhagavan? Oh no, I did not. Okay, so in the show when they talk about Bhagavan, um, he, I don't even remember what he said it meant, and the girl that was in the cult before said that it meant Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, so I looked it up, and it is an epithet for a deity um, in many parts of india and south asia bhagavan represents the abstract concept of a universal god to hindus who are spiritual and religious but do not worship a specific deity yeah my eyebrows are all the way up my head right yeah. now <laughs> and um it's actually an acronym of the combination of the five elements of nature and some tribes in india claim that the sharad baba bhagavan is the creator of the universe well, he did make his own little, yeah, I don't even know what to call it, his, his own little kingdom, his yeah. own little world, and yeah, that poor girl got out of it, well, and the ones that are still there, mm-hmm. yikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that to me is the part that was not covered enough. Obviously, they tried to cover it, right? and he's covering everything up and not talking because he knows. Right, and only people that have load. gotten out, I think, would talk about it if. Right. They got to a point where they felt safe enough to talk about it. Exactly. And that's like, you know, those girls are still living in that and mm-hmm. they're still being manipulated and mm-hmm. told it's, this is the truth when it's not. Yeah. And yeah. Very sad. I do think it's interesting that him and the, the drug lord are like such good buddies. <laughs> Mario and I'm like, well, it sounded like he knew everybody, like everybody in the tabs scene. on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if if they were friends. I thought they were more so than the way... Than the way... Because they have pictures. Mario was showing pictures of him and Doc from when Doc was young. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like, they have been They've known each other for a long time. time. Yeah. Versus, like, he knows who Carol is. He knows who Joe is. Right. Just because I've traded cats doesn't mean, Mm -hmm. you know... Yeah. I was like, this is... Okay, the two scariest people on this show Uh are buddies okay yeah that makes me feel great (laughs) (laughs) oh man gosh who's your least favorite person on this show my least 
favorite is Bakavan. I do not like everything about him makes me angry. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like Jeff Joe, Lowe might be You know to me oof. I'm just like he's he's skeevy. Yeah. He you can see him coming though. And with Bakavan True. If you didn't already know all this stuff about Bakavan, I could see how you might get sucked in. Right. Especially Jeff Lowe, you look at Jeff Lowe and you're like you're an old man trying to be young. Mm-hmm. And then he starts talking and you're like, and you're skeevy. <laughs> like, yeah, I definitely think he doesn't hide it like Doc Animal can. Mm-hmm. That would be the person I am probably most, would be the most fearful of or be like, oh, mm-hmm. not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Right. Whereas Jeff Lowe, I'm like, you make me angry mm-hmm. because you were such a terrible person. Like... I feel like with Joe Exotic, you can see what there was trying mm-hmm. to be good back there, but... Right. Carol what? Baskin, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, yeah, there's really not. It's like... Carol Baskin is uh, in in the same kind of sense of what makes me angry about Bahavan. Right. Is that you can't see Carol coming either. Like, if you didn't already know about some of that stuff... She's just like an older, blonde-haired, big blue-eyed lady who's so nice. And she's flowers in her hair. Yeah. And, and, you know. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Exactly. You're thinking, you know, this is fine. And then later on, you're like, I've been volunteering since I was. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I've been volunteering for 10 years and I still don't have one of those blue shirts. (laughs) I bet their volunteers are up right now, too. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Just every single person there. Yeah, don't get into big cats. Because yeah. <laughs> you will be a whack job. No. Uh, yeah. Which I'm like, it makes me kind of feel bad for actual sanctuaries and places that are trying to rehab cats because now right. they're going to have to go up against mm-hmm. what's been created from this. Right. Yeah. And those cats can't be returned to the wild. Right. So someone has to take care of them. Right. And take care of them properly. Right. It is not Carol Baskin. And the ones that I've seen that are like actual rehabbers, mm-hmm. not just keeping taking care of the cats for the rest of their lives, which can be up to twenty five years in captivity. Right, yeah. So that's a big investment. They're you know, they're getting cubs and they're mm-hmm. having no human interaction with them. Stuff is put in the pens, you know, and mm-hmm. then they do all these exercises with them, but like it's gotta be something young that you can teach. Mm-hmm. Like how to be a wildcat, which is also difficult because we're not wild cats. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Everything about it was sad. Yeah. Especially at the end. You're like, at the beginning, it's really sensational and like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, these people are crazy. And like, Joe Exotic's okay. And then you get to the end, you're like, everyone's so messed up. And mm-hmm. it's, mm. yeah. But yeah. The situation is bad. For the cats, for the workers. Mm-hmm. For everyone involved, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's always a key player who is manipulating and making it their own little world. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like a ticking time bomb for when it explodes. Yeah. You know, or like, where was it? Was it in Indiana or Iowa that... All the cats escaped from that one. Mm. They talked about it a little bit. No, mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah, it was, it was cats, Wichita? and I think like, 
other animals too. Yeah. But and he let them, put all he them, let them loose. Yeah. Like Yeah. And that's how and that's how the people in that town found out that that guy had tigers and stuff. Right. Because no one knew. Because right. he lived out in the middle of nowhere and mm-hmm. and there's no regulations on this kind of thing. So right. Well and anything that's exotic, like laws are different on them mm-hmm. and I think there's got to be a happy medium in there somewhere. Because it's one thing when you're talking about, like, Axis deer and they're overrunning, you know, South Texas. But that's not a predatory Right. Animal. I mean, that's something, <laughs> an import that was intentionally imported mm-hmm. for hunting. And now it's, I don't know, it's just like a totally different ball game. But, yeah. I don't know. I do think that hopefully maybe people will learn some more about animals from yeah. this. Because you deal with so much, like, especially in the agricultural industry with so much, la- there's such a lack of knowledge in general mm-hmm. about how to deal with animals, what is okay, what is, like, why animals are handled the way they are. And I'm like, I think so many people do not understand how dangerous and unsafe it can be to work with something right yeah it's bigger even people with dogs you know you don't just go up to someone else's dog you've never been around or let your kid just walk up to it and pet mm-hmm. it because you don't know that dog and right. that's a struggle for so many people and right. i'm like okay do that with an animal that weighs 10 times more than that or like <laughs> yeah you know and i'm not trying to like judge people i'm just saying there's there needs to be some education mm-hmm. and some learning based on this whether we're talking about big cats whether we're talking about horses and cattle or the dairy Mm -hmm. industry or anything else you know dog breeding all that stuff yeah just we're very removed from a lot of natural things but i digress (laughs) i don't know (laughs) personal opinion thrown in there and not like this whole thing wasn't a personal opinion yeah but yeah. yeah yeah That's what, that's the only thing that I can think of that might be good from this entire thing yeah. is that people will learn more about how awful just right that. Hopefully. Whole, yeah. That there yeah. are actual sanctuaries that are trying to help. Right. But. Do your research. Yeah. Like you're an intelligent person. Yes. Find good dads. Yeah. Find, and yeah. You go to a zoo and it's. You know, the what was it? GW. Yeah. The, like you go, you go to some place like that. And you're seriously going to look around and be like, "Oh, this is totally fine." <laughs> a lot of people do. I mean, yeah. I mean, I keep seeing people on my Facebook pulling up, and they're like, "We went at one point." And I'm like, "Why? You paid money to go there?" <laughs> okay. Like, all right. Yeah. But I remember one time we were at, I think it was the San Diego Zoo. So we'd gone out to see my aunt and uncle out in California. And we were like, we're going to go check out the zoo. And they were leading an old horse back behind the scenes when you're flying over in the little tram thing that mm-hmm. goes over the whole zoo on the cables. And mom's like, I guarantee you that's something's going to eat on that. And yeah. I'm like, and she went she went up and asked him because she saw it later. And they were like, oh, no, it's just been taken out for a walk. And mom's like, they have to say that because people right. don't know that. It's the cycle of life. Right. You know, like, I'm sure it's put down humanely and fed to the animals, but 
like that you can't be honest with people because oh yeah it's so controversial and i'm like like i get if you don't agree with things or like if you choose to be a vegan i understand all mm-hmm. that but the whole fact that we don't understand that animals eat other animals right. sometimes yes. like, or that, <laughs> you know that like, yeah. it's not all yeah rainbows it's not, and flowers it's not all expired me from from walmart from walmart yeah like, where do you think that came from <laughs> but yeah like it doesn't oh, come from the grocery store get me started on how people don't know where their food comes oh, from. oh i know when there's still people that think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows oh yeah no <laughs> no like and that's something the ag industry is up against every day and i'm yeah. just like but this is a problem everywhere mm-hmm. and it's sad i don't know yep like we are so far removed from mm-hmm. how things work, and I don't know. Yeah, so I'm like, you, you can't feed those tigers grain. <laughs> it's not gonna work, right? <laughs> like, you're literally not designed for that. But <laughs> so, one of the interesting things that did come up in that last episode with the interviews was that Rick Kirkman mm-hmm. is living in like New Zealand or something now. Like he's. Can you blame Finland him? or something? Um, and they asked him, like, why? What are you doing there? And he, he was like, uh, well, I met a girl. So I moved up here with her. And it's as far away from Oklahoma as I could get. <laughs> Just like, okay, good. Yeah. And can't they, blame him. Yeah. And they asked him if it was like, if the Tiger King was big there. And he, like, gets the the newspaper and there he is and then he's all like oh yeah it's big <laughs> oh my. he's all like this is the front page <laughs> like, oh, no. like he's like you have to move to africa go, he's like you know when you go out and he's like all i hear is you know tiger king tiger king, and people taking pictures and i'm just like <laughs> that sucks but I mean, but he I was like, a producer. He knew yeah, that going in. Yeah, and the uh, same thing with the Sav and John. They right. they both talked about how. And the funny thing was that they both talked about how they went to Walmart, and like this happens to them all the time at Walmart. And Sav is like, "There's a pandemic going on, and people are still like trying to come up to me." <laughs> Just like, nope. Like, bug off. Guess she better be doing curbside. <laughs> like, I want her little cashier be like, oh, you're Seth Tiger King. Oh Can God. I take your picture? <laughs> Put the groceries in the back. Get away. Well, like, wearing a mask would help right now. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. But yeah, and I think Eric said the same thing. Mm. And they, it was all like, when I go to Walmart. <laughs> I'm like, that's where your audience goes. <laughs> like, like, it's probably not the people going to, like, <laughs> I don't know. At this Heck, point, I think it's the, everybody. Uh, yeah, because everybody's going crazy. <laughs> Man. I don't, I don't think it matters where they go. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, is that from Tiger King? Is that- it's just kind of like. <laughs> and then here in West County, you've got the people that are like, oh. I went there. And I'm like, no, <laughs> man. <laughs> like, now it's your claim to fame. <laughs> we have two of those here. <laughs> yeah, 
that are rescues. <laughs> yeah, they, and you went to Oklahoma to, I guess, just to see the crazy. Well, because I don't already. think anybody at ours has ran for president <laughs> <laughs> and two husbands at once and all. These As things. a libertarian, <laughs> right? And didn't know what being oh, a libertarian had was. No idea. <laughs> Because his campaign manager was libertarian. Like, uh-huh. It's fine. Uh, I mean, he fits the profile, but then yeah, you know, like, it's like but you don't know what you that know, means. Yeah, he yeah. he had no idea what that meant. No, but I'm sure he was all like, you know, Josh is like, this is my chance to like be a campaign manager, and then no, this like, is really? your subject. <laughs> Good luck doing damage control yeah. on this candidate. You know, oh, with that, I thought. Josh's entire perspective on that was pretty, pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Like he knew he was crazy because he'd already, like he met him. He already knew. <laughs> and they am a Walmart. So he knew. Right. And he was like, this is the perfect opportunity. What damage control? You just let him do whatever. You can't control that. News, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't control what comes out of Joe's mouth. <laughs> well, it's probably like your exposure is probably way higher because mm-hmm. this guy is so out there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Just so you're just like, yeah, that's fine. He's probably like, I didn't plan on signing up for this roller coaster. Kind of, but not to this level. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm sure he knew some of what he was getting into, but he was also living on the zoo as well. Right. So, right. Eventually. At that point, it was too late. <laughs> at some point, all the crazy just seems normal. <laughs> you get to a point where oh, you're man. like. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're immersed. Yeah. Like, if you were not coming around well same thing with it's kind of like its own little cult mm-hmm. like dark animal okay we're immersing these people we're not letting them out we're working them where they're not logical and mm-hmm. thinking straight and yeah <laughs> oh man okay well that was a fun conversation hope we didn't go on too many rabbit trails <laughs> <laughs> i hope you've managed oh. to follow us along um we hope you've already watched it or you would have no idea what's going on yes and, uh, <laughs> and luckily we did not go in any kind of linear way so even we if you did, did watch it you don't know which part's coming <laughs> very very true we just said let's talk about tiger king that's right plan? no no plan it's fine oh man uh let us know what you think about tiger king we'd love to read your comments <laughs> Keep it civil, y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Keep it clean. (laughs) Oh, man. Bye. See ya.